Welcome back, football fans, to another episode of From the Hip, the podcast where we tackle the hottest topics in the world of football with unfiltered opinions and sharp analysis. I'm your host, Anthony Rodriguez. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Justin Rodriguez and Corey Thompson. Welcome, gentlemen. How you doing? How you doing? We back again. I know I missed one episode, but I'm back. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, Justin, you weren't with us um, on Tuesday because you had to work, and I I understand. I'm glad you're here today. But um, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say today. Yeah, it's good to be back, get my opinion. We hit a rock, man. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, let's jump right into it, okay? So this is the forecast show. So we're going to be talking about this, the game tonight, which is the most important thing that we talk about today. We'll be back on Saturday for anyone listening. And um, on that day, we'll be talking more of an in-depth conversation of football. But today we're talking about Thursday. And uh, that game, of course, is the Detroit Lions versus the Green Bay Packers. In Mm. Green Bay, for that matter. Yes, sir. Okay. But the good thing, it's not cold yet, so it's still a good game. <laughs> this it's going to be true. a good game. Yeah. Detroit plays in a dome. Yeah. But they're not in Detroit. They're in Green mm-hmm. Bay. Correct. Okay. So they do have that home field. So the way I look at it is we got – um, it's a weird game because this – a couple of years ago would have been a throwaway game. We'd be looking at the pack running over the Lions, but over the past few years, they have definitely shown that they are starting to grow as a team. A couple of years ago, they only went 3-13-1, but they were probably the strongest team at that time that scared everybody. Even though they lost almost every game, they scared everybody losing. Well, last year, they turned it around to a 9-8 and record, and this year, they're they're odds on that they're going to make the playoffs. They have a very good team. And they go against a Green Bay team that ju- that is going through a transition and getting rid of Rodgers, moving on to Love, who's a young player. He's got a lot to prove. But he's coming off a great game last week where he led a comeback at the end of the game. So how are we feeling about that? Justin, let me hear what you got to say about that. I like Green Bay in this scenario. I, I like Green Bay a lot only because I believe in Jordan Love. I mean, sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for almost five years, you got to believe – I believe in him, and that's just me personally. Because when you sit behind a quarterback like that, there's a lot of learning. You learn the same play, but the coach hasn't changed. So he's sitting there just the whole time watching, learning, and getting accustomed to that playbook and the players around him. So – and at top of that, you learn from a Hall of Fame quarterback on top of that whole thing. Yeah, he had a comeback victory. He didn't look good in the beginning of the game last week. But three weeks in a row since he's been a starter, he's looked amazing. And I don't see him stopping anytime soon. Very good point. Very good point. I agree with you. What about you, Corey? I do not agree with that. I feel Detroit's going to take this game. It's a divisional game. Detroit has looked scary this season. Their offense is very explosive. Their defense has, has clutched up in some much-needed moments. Hence, against Kansas City, I mean, they are 2-1. They're coming into this game. I, uh, 
firing on all cylinders. I think they had a pretty good game last game. Golf is looking golf is looking all right. He's not the the earlier version of himself, but he's a better version than he's been in the past few years. Um also coming into this game, Jair Alexander Jair Alexander is questionable with his back. Aaron Jones is also questionable with his hamstring. And those are two big pieces for the Packers coming into this game. Jordan Love's only completed 50% of his passes as well from every game so far. So he's going to, it's going to be tough. Okay. Those are interesting points, Corey, but what do you think about what Corey just said? I mean, I understand what he's saying that Aaron Jones is questionable to come in, but they're saying that he's going to play this week. He's played in practice all week. So I'm expecting him to play. And I see, I think that's a key factor in, in this his offense, like you said, because with no Aaron Jones, you got A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon is a power back, but he's not the best back, which means you throw the ball a lot more. Uh, Jordan Love threw the ball almost 44 times last week. So 50% completion, 22 for 44. I mean, I understand, but you got to see what he's dealing with. They can't run the ball. So the only thing he has left to do is throw the ball. I almost hit you with the hoop. <laughs> I almost hit you with the hoop. When you said no, 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 you can't talk about Quadfather like that. He is a somebody. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So that's why if Aaron Jones plays in this game, and uh, Jordan Love will not be throwing the ball. The Lions do have to worry about that deep threat, and on top of that run game. So it's it's it's, it's different if you playing the guessing game. If you know they're gonna run the ball every play, yeah, I'll stop them too. But if you playing the guessing game, that's another thing you gotta worry about. Uh, uh, on top of Alexander point, if Alexander plays, he plays. If he doesn't, I don't see it making much, that much of a difference because the Lions' offense does struggle. You, you gotta mention, you gotta see that when you talk about the KC game, KC didn't have Chris Jones playing. They barely got by KC. Then you move on to next week where they play Seattle. It was a shootout against Seattle. Who's on Seattle's defense? The Seattle, the Seattle's coming up. Yeah, you throw thirty points up. Yeah, but Seattle just threw up thirty eight in an overtime victory. I don't see and Seattle has a very that, good offense. offense, but I'm talking about defense. So mm-hmm. if you can't if you can't stop if you can't stop uh, these teams from scoring, I don't see I don't see you getting past Jordan Love in a in a in a, in a pocket sitting offense. I don't see that happening. The Lions. Okay, I grant you that. The Lions' defense is ranked 11 right now. The Packers' defense is 15. The Lions' offense right now is number eight in the league. So I don't think the Packers are going to be able to stop them. And they need Jair Alexander to, to hold down St. Brown. Um, Yeah, Amon St. Brown. He's a He's been a monster. He's, he's, he's a loose – he's a weapon that's on the loose right now. He's running all over the place, making catches. Yeah, he he's averaging like ninety-one yards a game. I think that's where I agree with you, and I think that's where it's it's ultimately going to come down to. I don't think this is going to be a great defensive game, even though I believe in the Packers' defense. I, I actually too. think they have a really quality they defense. They do, one hundred percent do. But, but they're not going to control the clock. Because they don't have a running game without Aaron, without Jones, they don't have a running game. Jones is going to miss yet another week. He he probably won't be back until week five. Okay, I checked on him today because he's like he's questionable, but he's not going to play because he hasn't practiced all week. Yeah. All right. So 
They're not going to play him tonight because they're coming off short rest. I know he didn't play last week, but they're coming off short rest. So he's not going to play. This team is, they're not going to be able to control the clock, which means that it's going to be a shootout. And a shootout leads to Detroit winning this game. I have it set at 24-16, the Lions. That's where I have the game. What about you, gentlemen? Well, I'm, I'm at, when I got it, I got it. Packers winning this game 24-21. And I have the reverse. Detroit winning this game 24-21. Mm. Okay. Well, either Justin's a hell of a gambler and he's smarter than us or, he, you know, he's going to lose his new house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Along with that, let's talk about um, – players to watch. Obviously, I already mentioned one. If you have Jones on your team and you're questioning whether you need to start or sit, the answer is sit. He does not need to be playing right now. It wouldn't even be a close. Don't don't even tempt it with Aaron Jones. Put him on the bench. Leave him there at least till week five, possibly till week six if you have him. As far as the other players on this team... Love, I don't see why not starting him. If you have him and you don't have a better option, like one of the top tier, start him. Because, like I said, this is going to be a shootout. Okay, if you have St. Brown, he's not coming out of your starting lineup anyway. So that's not a question. I agree with you. I agree with that. But also I say, if you're going to sit somebody on the Lions side, I'd say sit David Montgomery. He's had that questionable thigh injury. I don't think he's going to be able to move as much. So if that's the case, Gibbs is the man to put in. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I yeah. agree with the Jordan Love. Start Jordan Love. It is going to be a shootout, and I believe he's going to have to get that ball out quickly. And I, if I had to say, I'll sit. I'm going to sit the Packers defense, man, because at the end of the day, that Lions offense is something dangerous to play with, with the dual threat between the throw and the run. The Packers are not going to be able to keep up with that. But I do believe in the offense, the Packers offense. So, like I said, it's going to be an offensive battle, but I'm sitting the Packers D as well. What about golf? How do you guys feel about golf? I think, I think golf's been all right. He, I think he's getting back. He's getting something back. The last few years in L.A. were tough for him. He gets to, he gets traded, you know, for Stafford. I think his first year there well, it was a little shaky. But I think he's progressed. Season by season, he's progressed. He's, he's going in the right direction. And I think that they have a lot of weapons this season. And he looks good. He looks like he, you're seeing shades of old Jared Goff. Jared Goff that went to the to the Super Bowl. So I, I agree with Jared Goff. He's in that new program, and he's been learning. The first year did look shaky. It's not, and now going in his second and third year, he flipped the switch halfway through the year. And this year right now, he looks good. I mean, again, with the offensive weapons he has, they drafted Sam Laporta. Uh, so <clears throat> adding that big tight end to replace that T.J. Hawkinson they lost midseason last year. I do see him learning and adapting to all these new defenses. Remember, these defenses that he's played for, like, the last four or five years and why he's been in the league. He knows, he knows some teams' tendencies, and he knows some players' tendencies. Once you get, a, once you get adapted to that, sky's the limit, man. So he's, he's, made, he's, made, he's made a difference. He's made a difference for this Lions team, and without him, they don't win. Let's just say that. Yeah, I agree. I okay, now let's move on. Price picks. Now, for those who don't know, Price Picks is an app that uh, you get to bet on certain players um, of their stats 
almost like a fantasy, but we can put a couple dollars on it as well. I've asked the guys to do a parlay. What about you, Justin? What was your parlay? I got I got a, a good one that's sitting there. If you it's still sitting there for you, you need to jump on it ASAP. I got Josh Reynolds, wide receiver from Detroit, more than three two point five receptions. He's been going crazy last two weeks. Week uh, against the KC, he had four receptions. Against Seattle, he had five. So at two point five, that is a steal. I got Jordan Love less than thirty three pass attempts. Like I said. If Aaron Jones plays, this is a must pick because they notice that they can't throw the ball every play. He's He hasn't hit this mark even in the last two games where Aaron Jones has played week one and missed week two. I don't see him throwing more than 33 times this game. I don't care who is he playing. Okay, excellent. What about you, Corey? I got Jaden Reed, 37 and a half yards at least. He looks like he's, more, he's shaping up to be one of Love's favorite targets, and I think this guy's going to do something special in the future. And then I got golf going with at least one and a half touchdowns. The guy's looking good. He's putting up. He's putting on some touchdowns every game. So I think he's gonna at least get you two tonight. Outstanding, outstanding. I have one that was exactly like yours. See, I I felt a little adventurous this week, so I went with a <laughs> I went with a three player parlay. Right, well, that's how strongly I felt. I felt there were three. Three really good ones to pick up. One was that Jared Goff, that's a no-brainer. One and a half touchdowns. You got to take the over on that with the way that they've been playing lately. But Sam Laporta, receiving yards of 43 and a half yards. To me, I feel like this is going to be the Laporta-St. Brown show. Okay, and um, with that being said, he's going to catch a lot of he's going to catch a lot of passes. Last week, I think he did. Um, no, on the season he's up to 186 yards. Yeah, he's having an amazing season. He's on pace. So is St. Brown to do a lot of numbers. St. Brown caught nine passes last week, and this week they had him for his receptions at 6.5. So. When I saw the three, I figured, you know what? I'm going to put a little bit more money on it, threw $100 on it, because uh, a three pick, I think, is five times multiplier. Yes, Am I right, yes. Justin? I'm going to be looking for my 500 bucks. <laughs> Damn, good luck. Yeah, man. All right, Justin. So I actually uh, would like to know, we broke up this week's games this week, and we're going to hear from Corey, we're going to hear from myself, and... Justin, but I'd like to hear from you, Justin. You've got uh, the Falcons, Jags. How do you see? I mean, that game? like I said, we, like I said last week, and I'm saying it again: the, <clears throat> the Falcons is run heavy, deep, uh, run heavy, run heavy offense. If the Jags can't stop the run, the Falcons control the clock, and this is not going to end well for the Jags. It's going to be a long day for that Jags defense. I do have the uh, the Falcons winning this game, twenty-one seventeen. Okay. Okay. And what about? The Dolphins Bills, which might be player of the game of the week, if not yeah. the Green Bay. Game I believe tonight. I believe this is this will be the game of the week. Uh, the Bills needs to come out with that with that shoot first offense that they've been coming out the last couple weeks with, other than Week One. <clears throat> and the Dolphins, this is like their real first test because, from what I see, the Dolphins hasn't played no real playoff contenders, in my opinion. So if two is for real, let's see what we can do against this Bills defense. So. 
I do have the Dolphins win this game 28-24. Outstanding. And um, where do you see the Rams and this, Colts this, game? This, this game right here is the snooze fest of the week. I don't see this game doing anything. It's going to be the slowest game of the week. Both teams struggle on offense, and it's going to be the most low-scoring game of the week. I have the score uh, 6-9 in Colts' favor. Is that even with the Colts actually coming off that big win I don't, last Man, week? it's the Ravens, man. Ain't nobody worried about the Ravens. <laughs> okay, how about the Raiders' charges? Uh, Jimmy G Jimmy G's going to have a lot to worry about in his Chargers game. Chargers defense looked amazing last week. And if he don't get that ball out quick to Adams or Adams don't hit a little quick little three-yard dig or Josh Jacobs don't come out come out the gates hitting the gaps the way he should, Jimmy G's going to have a long week. A uh, long game for this uh, Chargers, uh, Chargers defense. Chargers offense, I don't see any flaws in there. Yeah, they lost Mike Williams this week. Uh, but Joshua Palmer has stepped up in the past when Keenan Allen went down. I don't see him having any problems stepping up in that second uh, second receiver slot. I have the Chargers win this game 28-14. Okay, and how about the game that I, that I think everybody's afraid to hear about? The Chiefs, oh, the Chiefs, Chiefs going. The Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs going to have their way with the Jets, man. So the Chiefs, Chiefs winning a landslide in this, in this game. Zach Wilson is not him, and they need a new quarterback, man. I mean, I mean they, they they need they need to entertain that little letter with Colin Kaepernick. But I'll get more into that on Saturday. I do have the Chiefs win this game, thirty-one to seven. Oh, don't even get me started on that Kaepernick mm-hmm. thing. It's a sad, sad, sad thing to hear about. You sir have uh, some. A bold prediction. Some real chancy picks there. <laughs> Tell you, man. All right. So, when I was going through my games that we had to actually pick on, one, um, several games that I was handed, one of the games I wanted to look at was the Baltimore-Cleveland oh, game. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, be be ready for it, buddy, because you it, it ain't so pretty. <laughs> all right, the Browns' defense has looked fantastic all season. Okay, they rank they rank among the elite in the NFL. They've played three solid teams in Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee. That defense still looks dangerous and amazing. And how could they not? You know, they got Garrett. Okay. Oh boy, that boy's been running crazy. And he's so dangerous. Okay. But the offense still looked good. Okay. And that's 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 the thing that piques me about them. Because not a huge fan of Watson, but over the past couple of weeks, just the past couple of weeks, he's made a lot out of nothing. And he still has a lot of talented weapons on his team with him. He he had the major loss of Chubb, but even with Chubb's loss, he he found Ford. Ford came out of nowhere for me. I didn't even know anything about Ford. And Ford stepped right in there and was a good replacement. But then they went out and they picked up Hunt. So between Hunt and Ford, they're going to make up for Chubb. And yeah, Amari Cooper had a good game last week. No, no, Amari Cooper had a good game last week. Um, You know, but Amari Cooper, since his trade from Dallas over there, he's been hit or miss. I'm I'm still not 100% sold on that offense. This isn't Houston Texans, though, Sean Watson we're seeing. This is a, a... Deshaun Watson when he first came. No, this is a totally different guy. 
where he was still trying to find his identity, his rhythm, and everything. Yes, he had that long suspension. He has this huge contract. And usually when people get paid a lot, they tend to take a back seat. I don't want that for him. I don't want this to be the No, and I don't think he's going to give that to you. I don't think he's giving that to you. I think he's going out there doing the best he can, but he had to find himself first. But I think he's starting to come into his own. He's looked good the past couple of weeks. And I think the more weapons they give him, the more you're going to see him. Okay. Um, Not a huge fan of Cooper. Don't think he's quick enough for him. He needs a guy like Hopkins. I think that's a big deal for him. But here's my deal. The biggest thing for me on this game is that Baltimore is supposed to be an elite team this year. They're supposed to be the team that's supposed to have this division. Okay. Houston is young. Okay. And ready to take over. But, you know, they should not have given him a hard time. Since he looked terrible during that game because Burrow was hurt and Indy beat him. And they shouldn't have even been in the game at that point. Baltimore has not looked good. They have a lot of injuries on that team in the OL, the running backs, the secondary. The team just is not a healthy team right now. So for that, in my eyes, oh, and they don't have their running back because he got a concussion last week. That's the bus, yeah. To me, with all that being said, I see them losing this game. Cleveland 17, Baltimore 10. Okay, and that's the other thing. They uh when I checked the 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 betting odds, I'm wondering why is Cleveland so uh why are they favored? And then when I really drilled down, I said, I see it. I see why they're favored. Baltimore's on a downward spiral, and Cleveland's on the way up. Oh, man. I knew you were insane. I just didn't know you weren't medicated yet, man. You are out of your mind. <laughs> Baltimore is not losing this game. We are winning. All we right. are winning, baby. All right, we'll see. Believe it We'll us. see, but that dog pound's going to own Believe you guys. Believe in the flock. All right, so, all right, we got the Steelers-Texans, right? When I looked at this game, right, DJ Stroud has had the best start in the history of a young quarterback. Three games, 900 yards, four TDs, zero interceptions. I was not sold on him at the beginning of the game. I said, who? <laughs> but you know what? The guy's letting me know who he is. He said, you want to know who I am? I'm going to tell you who I am. Okay? Because he put those type of numbers up all while being rushed over 40% of the time in the past two weeks. 40% of his snaps, he was being mm. rushed. That's usually the recipe to stop a young quarterback. Rush him. Let him see or how fast the game is. Rushing at him. And then watch him make his mistakes. But guess what? He's not making any mistakes. Four TDs, zero interceptions. So the recipe isn't working. Kid looks good. Kid looks good. Okay, the kid looks Good. Okay. But, okay, this week could be different because Watt is coming to town. Okay. That defense, oh my God. They had four, they had four sacks and and three interceptions against the Raiders last week. It's a strong, healthy, experienced defense. And Tomlin, oh my God, Tomlin, he wants this game. And while 
Kenny Pickett hasn't looked amazing. He threw for 235 yards and two TDs last week. And both Pickens and Austin, they had over 70 yards each receiving. But to me, the X factor will be Najee Harris, who will who will pick up his production, and he's going to run for over 100 yards against the Texans. And for that reason, Steelers 24, Texans 17. I can't say anything Good back game, to bro. that. I can't say anything back to that because everything you said is true. You know, I, I'm glad you finally agree uh, with me. There will be now, time. Buck Saints. You ready? You ready? You ready? ready? Hold on. Let me stretch. Let me stretch because I want this one. They're I was waiting for this one. Bucks and Saints always put on a good show. Bucks, Saints. Let me say it nice. Bucks and Saints in New Orleans. I'm excited. It's for this New Orleans. Game. I know. Yeah, I know everybody's talking about the Dolphins. I know everybody's talking about Green Bay, Detroit. But let me tell you about the Bucks and Saints. Why I'm so excited. This sounds morbid. I shouldn't say this. But the best thing that could have happened to that New Orleans team is that car got hurt. Wow. I, say that. I ain't scared of it. Wow. I ain't, I, I ain't scared. I'm not taking a step back from that either. That was the best thing. I've never been a car fan. I know I know he's talented, but the boy gets hurt when you look at him too long. All right. Winston came on and looked good. Now he gets a chance to come back to Tampa Bay. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. It's like, you know what it's like? You know what it's like? It's like when you get a chance to see your ex-girlfriend, but your new current girlfriend looks kind of cute and she's on your arm. And you want to make sure you hold the hand a little bit tighter so that your ex sees her and you see how you looking. That's what it's like. Because he's got some weapons, boy. Winston's going. He's got Olave, who's just an absolute monster right now. Probably odds on one of the best wide receivers. If it wasn't for Tyreek Hill in this game, um, living in this world, we'd all be screaming Olave every week right now. All right. Michael Thomas over the past two weeks has looked like the Thomas from the Breeze generation. He's caught over 50 receiving yards in two games. I'm not talking about combined. I'm talking about games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Each game. He's looked really good. Okay. Which is a a guy that I said sit last week. And now I'm saying maybe if you have him on uh, as your flex, is not a bad person to put in there. Okay. So he's looked good. And, um, did I forget to mention that Alvin Kamara's coming back? Oh, yeah, he's off suspension. Yep. Okay, and he's back. Now, he's also rested. He hasn't played three games already and been beaten up and tackled a bunch of times. So he's coming in fresh. Now, at first, I was like, wow, this is not the game for him. He's going to come in. They're going to rest him. They're going to ease him into the offense. Oh, yeah, that's out. That's out. He's going to be forced to go right in, play hard, and go all in. So with those combinations, with Winston having a, a little bit more to play with, um, this one to me, this is not even a close game. Okay, this is not even a close game. Saints 31, Bucks 10. Man, I, I can't believe you on this. How can you respect somebody who went 30 for 30? And what I mean is 30 touchdowns, 
30 interceptions in one season and says, oh, yeah, if I cut down on these interceptions, I could be one of the best. You are crazy, my boy. Winston is not the man. I am not sold on Winston. He had weapons in Tampa. Couldn't do it. He's got weapons over here. He's still not going to do it. Like I said the other week, Baker Mayfield just went against what the Eagles it was, so it was a sit for him. Guess what? He's not playing the Eagles. Baker's coming back, and Baker's taking this game. All right, now, now, I now I know who really is delusional, but I can tell you right now, I'm not scared of those interceptions. Interceptions don't scare me, and I'll tell you why. Do you know who is the all-time leading? Well, I don't know about all-time anymore. It's been a couple years, but you know who is who at one time was the all-time leading touchdown? Was Brett Favre? Do you know what other record he holds? Interception record. Most interceptions. I'm talking about him. One. You know why? Because he's not scared to put the ball in the man's hands. He throws the ball where other quarterbacks would say, "Oh, I don't know. Let me take this sack." Brett Favre said, "Nope. I'm going for the gold. I'm going for that touchdown. I'm going deep." Okay. Winston is not scared to throw the but ball. But it's Winston, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. There's a difference. Brett Favre was someone who knew how to play the game and was a gunslinger. We all know that. Winston is not Brett Favre. Nowhere near Brett Favre. Oh, I didn't say he was yeah. Brett Favre. I'm saying that he reminds me of somebody who's not afraid to throw the Granted, ball. Granted, I'll give you and that. I respect that. I will definitely give you that. I respect the fact that he's not going to stand there and take the safe, easy way out. He's going to go for that touchdown. He's going to go for those extra yards. He's going to do everything he can to try to win the game. Now, he may lose the game, but at least he made a decision. At least he threw the ball. He didn't hold on to the ball. And he's got guys to throw the ball to. So to me, I'm excited about this game. I think this is going to be an exciting game. I think you're going to see a lot of points scored. That's why I said Saints 31, Bucks 10. I said it. I'm not backing <laughs> down from it. All right. Patriots and Cowboys. All right. Uh, you know how Justin was saying about the other game with being um, all yeah. slow? This is our slow game right here. Okay. This is going to be an ugly game. Ugly. This is not going to be a pretty game as both quarterbacks have been bumping along. And the highlight of both the teams here is going to be the running game. Yeah. Okay. Because Pollard, that dude's great. He's going to be he's going to be a stud. He's going to have another good game. He's going to do what he does. But New England has Elliott. Is Zeke, the Zeke is coming home. He's coming back to Dallas. But here's the thing. Remember what I was talking about with Winston with the pretty girlfriend mm-hmm. coming in? Zeke has the ugly buck tooth girl with him. <laughs> and he's hiding her from the old girlfriend because he's like, oh, no, I don't want her to see this. Right? This is a guy who put 60 yards up last week. But that was with extra touches, right? That was with um, they really fed him the ball, which is what he wanted. And he only got 60 yards. To me, I'm like, if they fed you the ball, where was the 100-yard game? Right. Okay? And that, to me, right there says 
they're going to struggle because they're going to start falling back because that's not their game. They they purposefully gave him the ball. They're not going to do that week in and week out. They're going to start bringing that back. They're going to start scaling that back. When they scale that back, his production is going to go back down. Okay, and the Cowboys D, they're going to be coming for Mac Jones because they have to pressure mm-hmm. him. And he's going to see 40% of his snaps. He's going to see Micah okay. Parsons. More than 40% of his snaps with somebody in his Micah Parsons. So here's the deal. Cowboys 17, New England 7. Ugly game, but they're still going to they're still going to win. Okay. I agree. All right. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with it. And again, I said it, I'm not backing <laughs> down from it. I said it. All right. Now I got one more. I got one more game that I reviewed, but that's the Monday night game. So we're going to save that for the end. All right. Because I still may want to reevaluate that over the next couple of days. I'm going to speak on it, but I'm going to tell you right now, probably by um, Saturday's show, I might totally reverse what I was saying. Who knows? I have no idea. I do that sometimes. (laughs) Okay. But Corey, I would like to get with you on some of the picks that, you review. Yeah, you ready? Let's go. Broncos Bears. Talk this to is going to be an ugly game. Both offenses are struggling. I mean, the Broncos showed some signs last week against the Dolphins, putting up just twenty points. I'm talking about just the offense. Just some signs, not much. They were able to move the ball, but then it was shut down city after that. And as for the Bears, oh boy, can you give me the Bears? Oh just give boy, me- the Bears. <sighs> Justin Fields, I feel bad for the kid. He's on the team like that. Like well, him. I like the kid. I like him, but I just feel bad that he's in this situation. Like any other weapons? Yeah, with got. no weapons, um, he's gonna <laughs> get beat up, and that may break his confidence or break him as a player. The organization needs to get him some help. But anyway, Judy's limited in practice this week with his knee. So uh, Denver gets their first win. Bears fall 0-4. I have it like 21-7. to Not not a pretty game. Maybe a defensive touchdown for Denver. That's what we're going to see. It's going to be slow and dragged out. I like it. I like it. Well, I don't like that game, but I do agree mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. You ready? Vikings, Pack Panthers. This one. I want to hear what you got to say. Vikings, Vikings get their first win, baby. They're going to get that win. They, they've, been, they've been on the cusp. They've been in very close games, good situations. That offense is super powerful. You know what? I, I think we spoke about it bef- a little bit before the season started. You were sold on TJ Hawkinson. I wasn't. You know what? This is that 2.7% of the time that I was wrong. TJ Hawkinson has it looked is. really good. Really good yes. with this offense this year. Uh, Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson, and he does Justin Jefferson things. And I do like the fact that he just came out and made a statement that he's tired of all the trade talks. Put that to rest. He's there to win games. Um, yeah, yeah. Man, no. So uh, this is this is going to be a pretty decent showing. I don't think they'll put up all the numbers they've been doing. I'm thinking 27-14 here for the Vikings. Mm. I mean, the mm. Panthers have sold everything. Okay. They've sold CMC, uh, their wide receivers. So they they're not they're not winning. They're not trying to win. It looks like they're in complete rebuild mode. 
They still have Brian Burns, but mm-hmm. I mean, one player, one defensive player can't do anything for that team. So, gotcha. All yeah. right, ready? Um, let's hear what you got to say about the Bengals and Titans. Ooh, this game. Ooh, this game. Bengals. This Titans. is gonna be a gritty game. The Titans' defense. I didn't realize who they had, but every game has been pretty tight, pretty close. That defense is has been stopping teams when they need to. And I not just realized their safety. It's their 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 corners and their safeties. They have Byard Hooker and Murphy Bunting, and I mean those are some really really good, excellent secondary players to have. I do. I do have the Bengals winning, even though Burrow is coming, you know, still dealing with that calf injury. Last week, we got to see Chase show up finally. And, you know. And Burrow's looked right. good last week. And I think, but I do think they're going to scale it back just a little bit. He almost threw 50 passes last week. He was at 49. So I think Mick could. I think they needed Mick, to. I think it was a confidence builder for him and, and to show everybody, like, hey, look, he could still, he's, he's able to play. But I think they're going to dial it back. Mixon's going to get a lot more touches. I think the ball's going to get spread out more this game between T. Higgins and Chase because of the fact of the, the safeties and the corners that the Titans have. They're going to be double-teaming one, and then one, the other one's going to be in a lot of one-on-one scenarios. So I think that the defense is going to slip back and forth, giving Burrow different looks, trying to give him some trouble. So I think that the Bengals are going to edge it out 21-20. to 20. Mm. All right. Now, guess what? There's two other games that I asked you to review. And uh, I'm excited about these two games because both team, both games have teams that I think is going to end up in the Super Bowl or at least in the NFC. Okay, which one do you want to go so, first me, with? Um. All right. Cardinals 49ers. Talk to me. This is going to be a good old bully beatdown. And why I say a bully beatdown? Because Arizona is going to see people in their face all game. They're going to... Dobbs is going to be pressured all game long and their defense is going to be worn out all game long. Ayuk is limited in practice. I I'm, I think he's going to come back and play. With Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, CMC, with Purdy at the helm, that offense is putting up points, and I bet that defense is going to put up points. That defense is going to cause turnovers, wreak havoc, and cause Dobbs all kinds of fits throughout the night. The only way Arizona is going to score is special teams. I think they're going to get three field goals, so nine points, and we're going to end up 34-9. to Woo! Oh, boy. I did not expect that. You better not travel to Arizona, man. I mean, at this point, I have crossed off Philadelphia off my list to travel to, but you better, you, sir, you, sir, need to stay out of Arizona. Okay? All right. Commanders Eagles. Notice I did not take the Eagles game this week. There's a reason why. I'm, 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 I'm. I told you, not the city of brotherly love. Are you, Go ahead. Are, Talk to me. Are Kansas you really calling Eagles. this a game? Like, are they really going to play? I mean, it is a, it is a divisional game. No, 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 no. This is going to be practice for the Eagles. Practice. 
after what we saw last week with the Commanders, they did, what they got the goose egg by the Bills. This Eagles team. The Bills are a solid team, though, sir. Yeah, the Bills don't even run the ball, though, but the Eagles do. This Eagles team. Oh, has, not only do the Eagles run the ball, they might run the ball better than anybody in the NFL. Very true. This Eagles team can decimate people. I think this Eagles team can decimate any team in the NFL when they're clicking on all cylinders, except for the 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. But anyway, this game is going to be a scoring fest. I feel they're all coming in healthy. As long as they're all healthy, because we know last week they were playing sick, they're going to put up points to prove a point this week. They're, this is a divisional game. It's a rival game. They're going to want to smack the commanders. This is a mauling, and I mean watch out. Just watch out. Jalen Hurts is going to go nuts. Devonta Smith is going to go crazy because I remember last year he went insane against the Redskins. Oh, the Commanders. I'm sorry, not the Redskins. And the addition of Swift in that backfield, they're going to have their hands full all night long. 36 to 7. Mm, 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 mm. Sir, you know, you better stay in Florida. That's all I'm going to have to say about you. Sir. Don't go to D.C. Don't go to Arizona. Okay. And, oh, and by the way, Chicago's off limits to you as well. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm just doing my job, man. I'm doing my job. <laughs> All right, we'll see when they when they come at you. You know, that's what I'm fine. That's right. That's fine. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So that leaves me with the one last game of the week, which is that Monday night game: Seahawks versus the Giants. <laughs> this is personal for wow. you. Yes, it is. A New Yorker speaking about this. I do like to go back to New York from time to time, and I'm scared <laughs> because this is really bad timing for the Giants. Oh, my God. The Seahawks are clicking on all cin- cylinders right now while the Giants are puttering out. Gino looks like, like, like he's never looked before, throwing for 295 yards in each of his last two games and putting up plus 35-point games in each as well. Wow. Giants have given up almost 30 points per game in the same time frame. There's nothing pretty here, at least not from a Giants fan point of view, Okay, because we have not seen uh, Saquon wake up and do anything for us to make us feel like there's a possibility of anything happening. Gino's going to just put up points on us and it's going to make us feel because he's coming back to MetLife Stadium where he played with the Jets and he's going to put up some numbers, boy. So guess what? Seahawks 28, Giants 10. You're giving them 10? In MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I, I gave him 10, but those are probably going to be defensive points, if that. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's going to be because the Seahawks feel bad for them. This is going to be a bad game, yeah. buddy. Monday night, I'm going to go to sleep early. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to watch. Hey, man, DK's getting the ball. 
he is getting the ball this year. He's got 15 receptions, 234. He, they could leave him home, and they still, <laughs> they still, they still gonna win. Dang. Danny, I mean, Danny's only got two TDs and four INTs this year. Waller still hasn't found the end zone. Um, they, they need help. The, the team. Yeah, things are bad. Things are bad. Things are bad in Jersey. They need some help. You know. Uh, I don't know what their cap space looks like. Um, I'm gonna have to look at that, but they've gotta they've gotta try to get somebody. Danny needs another weapon. They need a wide receiver. Um, they need some. Do you think Danny might be the problem? Uh, my personal opinion, yeah. I don't think he's that guy. I mean, everyone keeps calling him a poor man's version of Josh Allen. They're only calling him that because he's. He's a big quarterback. He he likes to be mobile. He'll take off and run, take hits, but he's not as accurate as Allen. But yet again, to a degree, he doesn't have the weapons like Allen. You know, he's got Saquon. Saquon yeah. can't do everything, but he does have one. And by the way, by the way, just for the record, I got a feeling that that letter that was sent to the Jets, that was a mistake. I think it was really sent to the Giants. Okay? <laughs> We're not going to speak on who sent it, though. That, that That's taboo. We don't. He who shall remain nameless, like almost like Voldemort. <laughs> oh, no. I said it. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe he did send it to the wrong team. Maybe he did send it to the wrong team. But um, they need help. They, they really need help. And, I mean, for such a historic franchise, you know, that's that's been there. They've won multiple championships. They've had great players come through the come through that organization i mean great players lt being one you know mm-hmm. you 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 feel bad for them at this point that they're in shambles i don't know if it's also the front office i don't know what it is they can't they seem to not be able to get anybody good over there or keep them over there they gotta figure it out man but the seahawks yeah. they're clicking they're, they're clicking. They can be contenders if everything keeps going the way it's going. Kenneth Walker's looking good. You know, um, him coming on last year. Geno's looking great after. I'll tell you this. Last year, I had no faith in Geno taking up that starting role. I guess they knew something that I didn't know because he he was phenomenal last year. He's looking good this year. I think he's just really comfortable with the offense, really comfortable with the weapons he has as well. And plus, when you got Metcalf and Lockett, jeez, you've got trouble. Indeed. Okay, gentlemen, I'm glad that you joined us. And to my co-host, Justin Rodriguez. Yes, man. Thank you guys for having me again. Thank you guys for listening to my opinions. And... We're gonna come out. We're gonna come out on Saturday and see how this Thursday night game reflects. But other than that, we back. I'll be back on Saturday and see you guys then. Corey, we'll have to do this to get on on Saturday, buddy. All right, I'll be here. I get to bless <clears throat> these people with our beautiful faces, then too. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I'm gonna pick up a nice bottle. We'll have some drinks and we'll talk some football. Absolutely. Well, until next time. Let's keep it football and keep it from the hip. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everybody.